Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 161 here of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. That's Trev here on the Believe Network. And we've got quite a lot to talk about. And so we hope that we're getting the crowds that we have been for the last few weeks. We know it's kind of the dead spot of the situation, right? Like it's pre-combine. Mm-hmm. Post combine, I know people are going to be really excited and they're going to want to talk about a lot of things, but hopefully they want to join in on some of the pre combine talk. That's what's going to take over the game. I moved that to there, and maybe we should have talked about Sam Howell, which we're going to be doing here in the warm up, and the fact that people still want to start him. And there's a it, this isn't this isn't just like one or two people. There's a mm-hmm. large contingent of fans who would like to see Sam Howell start. So we're going to have that debate. In the warm-up, the combine is the game. And then I have some top 100 data in the cooldown. I will let everybody know it's not 100% finished. There's so much more that we can learn from the data that I gathered, but I have compiled it all, and it is a lot. Stoner took a look at it, and he just he just had to take a step back because he was just like, wow, that's a, that's a lot of data. Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll take a look at that. We do appreciate everybody joining us here on Ref the District, episode 161. Yam was in very early. JG here as well. Locked on Law, Brian, uh, Dominique, Patrick in the house. P-Dub there. All right, let's let's get this over with here with the mm-hmm. Sam Howell thing. All right. I'm just going to let you all know the odds of Sam Howell starting are super low. And you can, in fact, bet on them yourself if you want to on Bet Online. okay? And I guarantee you, if you hit on that, Congrats, but I just don't see it happening. But Bet Online will have all that information for you, all the wagering news. If it's not Sam Howell, you could bet on NBA action, March Madness around the corner, all that right at your fingertips. Use the code Believe, B L E A V, get yourself a 50% welcome bonus. And that will at least make your day better if Sam Howell starting will not. So that is all good. Believe <laughs> is your code for Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's get this going. Okay, originally, Stoner and I were going to sit here and we're going to debate this. Trev, we were going to try to convince you one way or the other that (laughs) Sam Howe should or should not start. Where do you sit on this one, Trev? He should be the backup. Sorry. Plain and simple. I mean, he should be the backup. We had a a whole season of him being QB1. Since the start of like training camp and preseason, he was named QB one, and we had one of the well most respected and well known offensive minds in his ear every day since training camp, in the name of Eric Bieniemy. Yes, our offense did not succeed, and it probably falls on Eric Bieniemy, but he just got done doing the same offense in Kansas City with a quarterback, and he executed it. Sam mm-hmm. Howell did not execute it. Yeah, people might say, well, he led the league in, in passing yards for like 12 weeks straight. We're 4-13 and 13 with that leading the league in passing yards for 12 weeks straight. Like, that's not an accolade to be – that's good for him personally. Congrats. But it doesn't get the job done. And we don't need to see anything else. We saw a glimpse when he came in the Cowboys game the last game two years ago. that we saw the whole kit and caboodle this past season. Mm. And we saw it was a roller coaster. It was up, it was down, and then it was just down, down. down I mean, it was down. up, up, Trev. It was up, it up. It was. Stoner, Stoner has a video out there saying that 
that Sam Howell is him. And the yeah, and, I, and, I mean, he had us all convinced. He, he could he you remember those throws early on the season. They were fantastic. Oh, yeah. And he was moving in the pocket and he was doing some great things. The team still wasn't winning, but you can tell that there was something to build on. And Stoner, you said it, right? He was him. And there was this, this vibe that he was going to be the QB of the future. And that's why people are saying, hey, give him a better offensive line. He has yeah. experience under the uh, Cliff Kingsbury type of offense. Let him go another year with better weapons, better tools. Why is that not the answer, Stoner? Yeah, I mean, it, you talk about a regretful video. <laughs> that was that's on my top. That's on my top three list of regretful videos, and it's not two or three. That was, you know, I got a little ahead of myself because I was the guy from the very beginning that didn't even want to see him drafted, let mm -hmm. alone wanted to see him. Uh, play and be the number one quarterback. I, I was very, very anti-Sam Howell. But there were parts of his game when he came out and early on in the season that you could see all of the qualities that people had sort of talked about or had fallen in love with. He has the physical attributes. There's no doubt about that. Great arm. He's got a fantastic oh, yeah. arm. He has been playing football for a long time. He's a coach's son. Uh, you know, he played three years, started three years in college. Uh, he can make all the throws that is required of a professional quarterback. He's tough. He's got decent size. It would be nice if he's a little bit taller. But the part that has eluded him or eluded him in the second half of the season is just his ability to be able to understand the defense that's coming at him, understand what his offense can do to uh, to beat that defense, to just sort of see the field and understand what's going to happen and to be able to make the proper reads and the proper throws. And he couldn't do that. The defense is adjusted, and he was unable to process that. Not one game, not two game, but about seven or eight consecutive games when they kept mm -hmm. getting the chances. And that's how you long. know that it's just it's not going to be uh, something that he's going to be able to improve. You can't improve that really. I mean, you can improve it, but you can't, you have to show something over the course of a certain amount of time. He couldn't do it. Well, and with that stoner, like people are trying to say that, Hey, you got to give him time to develop, let him sit yeah. there, let him learn. And and you do see that with some picks and door gunner here is asking about that. Whatever happened to drafting and develop, developing players, like, why can't he just sit? Why can't he not yeah. even just sit at this point? He's got to start, right? He's got to play yeah, to learn. Right. He's got a trial by fire at this point. Why can't Washington try to develop him, Trev? Because he has shown those traits. And when we were talking about the sacks being a problem, though he fixed that, right? He was on pace for 100-plus sacks. Sort of. And then, I, will, and, I will push back, but go ahead. He, he fixed it in the sense that he stopped being sacked so much. Well, right? because he stopped getting blitzed so much because teams sure. figured out that they don't need to blitz him because he can't read our defense. Let's sit back in a zone and let him try to figure out what we're doing. Let's stop blitzing him because he can't beat our defense. Continue. Sorry, just wanted 
a point so, of contention there. Trav, why can't yeah. Washington? And and this is one of the bigger things that people have talked about when it comes about the develop part. Why can't they allow him another year here in Washington, build up this roster because this roster has holes. People didn't want to admit it at the beginning of the season, but they're and us included. We didn't, we saw some holes. We saw some C areas, right? Yeah. But we're like, this team can still win football games. Maybe not a lot, which they didn't, but they can win football games. Why can't Washington use that second pick, use those picks within the top 100, developing this roster to become better, allow Sam Howe some more time to develop, see if he can learn from his mistakes from the previous year, and then just you know go ahead and try to draft a QB next season if Sam Howe can't fix it. Why is that not a good option for the Washington Commanders? Um, a few reasons. One, he does not fit the new era's um, motto, um, vision, so to speak win now championship team build the championship team he doesn't fit that um and the, and that's because of this whole play last season another reason is because they're, sam Howell's not their guy if they if they wanted to build around him then why like there should there should be no talk about a quarterback at all but you've heard robert very even said it last year quarterback like this yeah. organization no matter who runs it or whatever knows that you need to get a quarterback you got Sam Howell in the fifth round two years ago. You developed him all season behind Taylor Heineke all season, okay? So where Taylor was like, give the kid a shot. He proved to the coaching staff last year that he could do it. Then he had an entire season with the same said coaching staff to do it. Didn't work. Who's to say we go out and get Marvin Harrison Jr. at number two and then get some O-linemen and then get some linebackers? If Sam Howell can't execute or understand Cliff Kingsbury's offense all those picks are wasted and and we've gone through that year after year after year and it's time to switch it up we're not retreading that much when it comes to the quarterback like you've had your shot appreciate you sam how you've proved that you can be an nfl quarterback at your age and when you're drafting everything but you just can't start here maybe you can start somewhere else but you're a very good backup i even like i mean i would have zero problems if we got a guy and something happened where you have to come in and finish the season, I'd be okay with that because you've shown us you can win games, you can make it happen, but also you've shown that you can't make it happen. But it's just not – it's just time to move on. I would be okay with him as a backup, but my sort of question is would Sam Howell be okay with being a backup? I, I mean, and how many guys – That's an ego check. It's an ego check, but these guys don't get their egos checked at 25 years old. I mean, this kid did come in and become a third string who didn't even get like practice squad snaps. Okay, but he was a but he was a fifth rounder, and that's sort of understand that's your spot. But then you work yourself up to being the guy, being a quarterback for an entire season, and then they're gonna bring somebody in and they're telling you you suck. So we have to draft a quarterback. How does he take that? And to piggyback, even with last season's coaching staff regime, benched him numerous times mm-hmm. and put in Jaco- Jacoby Percet, and we went down the field and scored a touchdown. Every time Jacoby came in, he scored a touchdown on his, on the, when he had the ball. So that should tell you, too, no matter the offense, Sam just can't cut it right now. He needs to mm-hmm. take a step back and learn from somebody like, I don't know, a, a Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels or a vetted quarterback, not Taylor Heineke. You know what I mean? 
Like he yeah. he sat behind a backup quarterback last year, so that's that. But but if time he, to move on. But if he could, if he becomes the backup for a number two pick, well, his yeah. time here is done because no matter what happens with that number two pick in terms of their success on the field, that number two pick is going to get two, three years to develop. As somebody was saying, what what happened to developing a quarterback? You develop number two picks. You don't develop yeah. fifth rounders because your investment in them is not there. So right. if they draft a guy at number two, Sam Howell's time here in terms of being developed and turning into a starter, they're gone. They're out. He has no chance at that because mm-hmm. he only has two years left on his contract. We forget mm-hmm. that he had two, you know, he had a four-year contract. He's already halfway yeah, through that. Yeah, he's halfway through it. So yeah. he doesn't have three yeah. years left. He's only got two years left. So the chances yeah. of them keeping him around to develop him, it's over once they draft a number two quarterback. So I think they need to move on from Sam, whether that yeah. means trade, cut, or whatever. But, but also with, with Sam and people asking why can't they continue to develop right. him, and guys who get the chance to develop, are are the Troy Aikmans, the Peyton Mannings, you know, the guys who are terrible their rookie years. And Peyton Manning was through 30 picks his, his first year. It was yeah, like that, yeah. Right. Um, Aaron Rodgers sat for two years. Uh, Jordan Love sat for two years. All these guys who are developed, they're first round picks. Mm-hmm. And so they know that the talent is there with Sam Howell and, Again, we've said this ad nauseum here on this show in terms of him being a fifth-round pick and people saying, well, you can't just say, well, he was a fifth-round pick. Well, he was a fifth-round pick for a reason, and there are a <laughs> bunch of reasons why. Yeah, And we saw and them so 17 not, times. They have no <laughs> reason to sit there and invest sure. and develop Sam Howell anymore. It's over for Sam Howell and- in Washington. Yeah, and even though they said they've got some core pieces to build around, I'm sorry, he's not a core piece. The quarterback is not a core piece. Well, a quarterback is, but this particular quarterback is is not. Grimjaw coming in late here asking, uh, how is everybody doing? And uh, I think I want to answer that with answering Gus Bus's question as a follow-up here. Honestly, who cares about Sam Howell's development at this point? And the thing is, is, uh, far too many people, I think, care about that development from a fan's point, because if you're a fan of Sam Howell, I get it. But like Stoner's trying to lay out there, right, and and Trev is agreeing with us here, is his time in Washington is, is done. Unless he sees time due to injury, right? He is he is not going to continue here in Washington. But there are there is we've had had multiple posts now on Sam Howell, and people have come out the woodworks. It's amazing to talk about how Washington, even if they're not Sam Howe believers, though, right? They just want to keep Sam Howe, build up the rest of the roster, and have Sam Howe do it. Or they want Sam Howe as the QB, and so you build up the roster to support him. And so it's very interesting how many people want to go into this next season with Sam Howe's QB. They talk about Washington's not a quarterback away, so don't waste the number two pick on, on the quarterback. Well, you don't get the number two pick all that often and you have adam peters and dan quinn who 
they're as locked on law mentioned earlier right they're they don't want to tie their success and failure to sam Howell. not only that they're actually not tied to sam Howell in a way that we've At seen all. previous regimes being tied to ron rivera came in and he was tied to dwayne haskins he had to start him you had yeah. gruden come in and was forced to play with rg3 it wasn't until later that he got to use the guy that he preferred, which was Kirk Cousins, right? And so yep. even if you go all the way back, I think, Stoner, you actually had some data on this. A lot of Washington Cube, uh, Washington coaches came in and were straddled with the previous regime's QB decisions. I mean, 100%, Nathan. I mean, you, you nailed the two in most recent memories. I mean, make no mistake, when Ron Rivera came in, he was hired because he told Dan Snyder that he, oh, there's a dollar. He told the owner that yeah. he could develop Dwayne Haskins because that's what the owner wanted to hear. That's why he got the job. And maybe there were other coaches who said, who were up for the job, who said, I can't do it because this guy, I've seen it. He's, he's not the guy. And same thing with Jay Gruden. When he got in here, the mandate was RG3 is the guy regardless. And, and Jay Gruden knew from day one that Kirk Cousins was a better quarterback. But he couldn't do it because the reason he was hired was to develop RG3. And you just keep going back and back with Washington. And it's almost every time there was a young quarterback here that the new coach was kind of ordered to develop, and that's usually not how it works. With Sam Howell, if Sam Howell was a first-round pick, that might be an order from the owner. Mm -hmm. It might be yeah. you have to develop Sam Howell because we spent a first-round pick on Sam Howell, saying, yeah. and he's getting $15 million a year as the number six overall pick, whatever, and so you can't move on. But he doesn't have that. Dan Quinn nope. does not have that sort of mandate from ownership to where he has to do time something. for that. Yeah. He ain't got time for that. He's got to find somebody and he's got to find them quick. And like you said, Nathan, the number two overall pick does not just come around. You have to be so bad. So it's hard to be that bad. Lose 13 some teams, games bad. Some teams tried oh, to be that bad and they couldn't bad. do it. Right. The Cardinals couldn't do it. The giants, mm -hmm. they couldn't do it, but Washington did. So, Next year, and who's who's the quarterback? Games row, nine games in a row. Lost? Who's the quarterback yeah. we're tanking for next year? Who who's that guy? I mean, um, they're saying that this draft class next year is really bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. You've got three potential. Yeah, do, you, do you want to be stuck with a Pickens for two, three years because you kick oh, the it. can down the road? Yeah. Right? Is you, that what you, you want? Go get uh, a number two. The number two pick has to be a quarterback, and you have yep. to put all of your eggs in that basket, your reputation, yep. all of that. So Door, door Gunner with some that. facts here. We had the number two pick a few years ago, so it comes around here often. Yeah, Washington probably a better chance of getting a top 10 pick uh, than most teams uh, from recent mm -hmm. memory. And I might have some data on that that we'll take a look at within hey. uh, this uh, show here. Uh, this is the final note to bring up with this. And again, we're talking about this because we happen to make a couple of Sam Howell posts and a lot of people came into the defense or at least 
the defense of starting Sam Howell for whatever reason. Some people like him. Some people think he's a he is going to be a franchise QB, and some are just saying fill up the roster and then place in your QB after wow. the roster is a winning roster. Mm -hmm. So uh, JG here is bringing up one of the other things. And the, like I said, the last thing I want to bring up with the Sam Howell debate here, a lot of people, including JG here, are not convinced that Drake May or Jaden Daniels are an actual upgrade to Sam Howell. Um, I, I've said this a few months ago on my Twitter. Drake May is Sam Howell 2.0. And the reason why is because when Sam Howell stayed to be a senior, his junior year, he was projected number one overall, right? Like he was balling. And then his last year, he was balling, but not as, as much. He didn't have as much weapons, but he still did okay. And he got drafted fifth round, and he started for NFL team for 17 games, and that team went 4-13. and 13. Yes, not all on him, but he was part of that. Drake May, it's the same talk. Live arm, can maneuver in the pocket. Can throw in tight windows. Sam was doing all this in North Carolina and in training camp. Da, 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 da. But he couldn't get out of the ACC. He still went eight and four in the like in the ACC. And ACC is not a football conference. So he lit up the ACC, but he didn't light up anybody else outside of that. I don't even think they lost their bowl game. And so I just I think Drake May is literally and he learned behind Sam Howell. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he's good, but I just see that happening. But Jaden Daniels, fifty touchdowns. A bunch of yards rushing, the elusiveness, the athleticism, the toughness, the grit. There's a lot to like. I mean, it's electric. There's a lot to like. I don't see anything electric with Drake May, and you need that in this day's NFL. You need electricity and somehow, some kind of way, you need to be electric and some flat, like highlight material. You need to. So no disrespect to Drake May, but I do believe Jaden Daniels would be an upgrade because he's more athletic. He's freakish. Uh, like, but he has all the, I don't know, like, if he can read a defense or da 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 da, but like the sniff test, stutter sniff test, I think Jaden Daniels is an upgrade over Sam Howell more than Drake I, May for sure. I think that's fair w when you look at it. And, and we do some tape studying and all, and this kind of leads into the combine that we're going to talk about and the importance of the combine or whether it's kind of overblown. But the thing is that there are literally, and this is not an exaggeration. There are literally 2,000 people who do this for a living, who mm -hmm. study these guys for a living, who believe that both Jaden Daniels and Drake May are massive upgrades over Sam Howell. If they thought Sam Howell was that good, they would have drafted him in the first round, regardless of what he did in his last year at North Carolina. Regardless. And again, goes back to there's a reason he was drafted in the fifth round because there are holes in his game and all of these scouts and all these GMs and all these people in front office saw it. We didn't necessarily see it as people who just look at a little bit of tape, but they saw it. And these same people are looking at the Drake May tape and the Jaden Daniels tape and the Caleb Williams tape. And now even at the JJ McCarthy tape, and they're saying this guy is a franchise-changing quarterback, or all of these guys mm -hmm. are franchise-changing quarterbacks. So that's really all you need to believe. Now they might 
they might be bust, and there's actually a better chance of them being a bust than not. A great chance of being a bust. Right. I mean, just look just a few years ago when it was one, two, three, it was Trevor Lawrence, uh, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance went one, two, three. Two of those are colossal busts, and one of them we're still kind of thinking, is Trevor Lawrence going to make it to that next level? But everybody's looked at Zach Wilson and said, that's the guy. Everybody looked at Trey Lance, and I mean, San Francisco traded up for Trey Lance. Adam Peters, if you're going to give him credit for all those late-round magic, (laughs) Adam Peters with a colossal bust and moving up to draft Trey Lance. And and luckily, they fell into Brock Purdy, or else they'd be an eight and eight, eight and nine team, a nine and eight team out there in San Francisco. Things so certainly would have looked so different the, out there. The point is, these mm-hmm. these two guys are graded as top five draft picks for a reason, and they're going to get drafted. And yes, they're a massive upgrade over Sam Howell. All right. Well, let's go ahead and close the book on Sam Howell for now, unless he becomes a big point of topic. Let's move Mm. on to the combine. It starts Monday and it'll be here for the game.